When I hit my mid-30s and looked around at my life, there were four questions that slapped me across the face. Is this all there is? Who am I if I'm not that? How did it all end up here? And whose life is this? Because it doesn't feel like mine. Hi, I'm Erin Minogue and as an educational leader who found myself burnt out of my 20 year career working 100 hour work weeks, I chose to take a sharp left turn into the life that was calling me. Now as a coach and a mentor, I get to help women in their 30s and 40s navigate their sharp left turns, all with intention and clarity so that they can have the relationships they dream of, the self-connection they crave and the purpose and passion in their chosen life. I don't believe the middle of change has to be messy. It can be magical. It can leave you stronger, wiser, more courageous, and closer to the truth of who you are and want to be in the world. Life had to shake me awake before I took notice. If you're there in that spot and you need to know what now, then the Sharp Left Turn podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Are you measuring the gap or the gain? It started with me watching my five-year-old niece play the Wii. A month or so before, she couldn't quite get the hang of the tennis game. She tried and tried, pressing every button and putting her whole body on the line just to figure out the magic behind being able to hit the ball. Just once she wanted to be able to do it, but she couldn't. Not even once. And so after finally hitting her frustration threshold, she gave up and gave in on herself. After all, she concluded that because she couldn't do it, she must be the problem. There it was, the frustration exploding out of her whole body for all the world to hear and see and feel. So my dad put her onto the golf. And here, to all of our amazement, the hand-eye coordination she'd been searching for appeared and in an instant she'd become the sports star that she knew she was on the inside. With her confidence restored, she was now a serious pro hogging the controller. She wanted to master the hole. She wanted to stretch herself. She looked forward to the new challenge. Fast forward to last weekend and enough time had passed that she decided she wanted to have another go at tennis. First serve from her opponent saw her return the ball at lightning speed. And there it was, the turned head, the smile and the smirk on her face, looking to make sure that everyone saw just how capable she was. She was back, this determined, fully committed sports star. A few rallies saw her lose some points and some successful serves saw her win some. But this time, the minor wins were enough. This time, she was focused on the wins. Until she wasn't. Because what happens with these games is that the better you get, the harder it becomes. So as soon as the wins become fewer and further in between, the confidence drained from her face and the frustration set in. Until she finally let out a defeated, I'm losing! To which I responded, watching on in amazement, just how good she'd become from her zero start a few weeks ago. And I said, but you're not losing, you're learning. And there it was so clearly in front of me, exactly what Dan Sullivan talks about when he asks, are you measuring the gap or the gain? So often we measure the gap, the distance between where we are and where we want to be or where others are and the fact that we want to be there too. It's the gap that we're focused on. There is this ideal that we've set in our mind about where we should be, 
what it should look like, how successful it will make us, that we forget to focus on measured gains that remind us how far we've come and where our hard work is paying off. In other words, we become lost in the we are losing mind frame instead of the we are learning mind frame. Even in a five-year-old, it was so easy to witness the I'm losing gap focus and how that perpetuated and reinforced the giving in and giving up. After all, she was now searching for evidence that she was losing and she was the loser. How different our bodies and minds respond when we believe that there is possibility and potential. Dan Sullivan's The Gain has demonstrated within her switch to golf. Whether we're six or 60, I'm sure that we can all identify with moments that we've let the frustration build until we've given up and also the moments where we've seen possibility and our potential and we've kept going. The thing is, she'd never played before. She hadn't worked out the buttons, she hadn't figured out the rules, and yet she felt like she should have been able to master this brand new integrated experience with ease. She'd seen the adults do it with ease and believed that that's how it should be for her. And I found myself wondering how many times as adults we place the same expectations on ourselves or perhaps even others. When we're presented with a brand new experience and we expect ourselves to rise to the occasion with more wins than learnings, with more success than not, a new relationship, a new job, a new idea, a new routine or habit, a new commitment or goal, so often we feel like it should be easier for us, that we should embrace this with ease. And how often do we set out to measure the gap with hope and motivation and determination only to see that two to three weeks down the track, we're not where we believed we should have been and therefore it doesn't seem worth it anymore. The self-doubt kicks in, the judgment, the negative self-talk and the metaphorical outbursts of I'm losing appears and we give in and give up. Why is this? Because we forget to measure the gain. We forget to look back and see the changes. We forget to acknowledge our commitment and see how all of that showing up is paying off in new ways that we've probably never experienced before. But we're too busy putting emphasis on the end and the distance yet to go that we aren't valuing the smaller wins. If you're someone who listens to this podcast, then you're likely someone who has been thrust into a whole new direction in life something not yet experienced. There could be times where it's tempting to look around at what's been lost. There could be times it's tempting to look around at what hasn't yet come to fruition. It could even be tempting to dismiss the small movements forward and not count them because you haven't seen any huge change yet. But you need to count them. It's the looking back and the acknowledging that matters. It's the keeping on that keeps you going it's in the measuring of how often you're exploring your new world when you would have stayed at home hiding it's in the measuring of how more willing you are to create change in a conversation within your own mind about what you're capable of cutting off the doubt and taking action it's in the measuring of how often you're setting aside time to show up and work on your dreams It's in the heavier weights you're now lifting. It's in the longer meditations you can now do. It's in the journaling you've kept doing for five days straight when last week it was only three. 
It's in the steps you've taken action on to pull your dream into reality instead of just thinking or talking about it. It's in the no's you're now saying without apology when you would have said yes, but you actually really wanted to say no. It's in each week looking back and celebrating the gains and planning where to this week. It's in the gain, not the gap, that will keep your head above water when you're tempted to call learning losing. In creating change in our lives, we need both the vision and the inspirational ideal life that we're chasing. We need that to pull us forward and we also need to acknowledge the gains that will keep pushing us forward. The truth is I recognise this so easily in my niece because that was me. For many years, my focus was on achieving the end point, the pass or fail, the meeting expectations or being a loser. Rising up the ranks at work and being successful in gaining higher and higher status meant only then I was successful. And because others had awarded that success, then that must be the truth of it. I had achieved. The danger in that is that there's always a new goalpost and there's never a pause for an appreciation of how far I'd travelled for the bits in between, for the learning, for the grit, for the persistence or the consistence, for the yards that I'd travelled and traversed and conquered. My eyes were always on the finish line and I left it up to others to allow them to keep moving it so that they could show me what their version of success was. So I want you to grab your pen and paper and work through this for yourself. Use these questions to guide your reflections on how you measure the gap or the gain. I want you to think of a goal that you're currently working on or one that you've had in the past. Where was your focus? Was it on the gap yet to travel or the gains you'd already made? Was it in chasing something out there and beyond, far off in the distance and talking to yourself about how long that gap is? Or was it about looking back consistently to measure the in-between gains to then set new short-term commitments from the point you're now at. How were you or are you measuring? How are you comparing? Is it to your previous self or is it against the end point? Maybe even against someone else's end point. What is the story you tell yourself about your achievements? Is it about losing or is it about learning? What newness, what knowing, what understanding, skills or capabilities have you gained in your journey that puts you ahead of where you were when you began? Which ones deserve celebrating? What would be next to stretch you into new knowing, understanding, skills and capabilities this time next week? How do you want to feel about yourself this time next week? What do you want to be able to look back and measure? And what will be different about how you approach this coming week so that you're taking notice of the growing, the learning and the achieving in ways that you haven't in the past? What would learning look like for you this time next week? What would losing look like to you?
And how can you take that losing and turn it into learning? I want to make it clear that I do believe sometimes we are being fair on ourselves by expecting more. Sometimes we really didn't put in the effort. Sometimes we really didn't show up. Sometimes we let distractions get the better of us. Sometimes it's far too easy to fall back into old ways. Sometimes we do lose against ourselves, but even in these times, we are learning. It's how we take that in and turn it into learning. If we are celebrating, acknowledging, tweaking, evaluating and measuring along the way, we're more likely to not only get back in the game, but to stick with it until the bell rings and we do in fact arrive at the finish line. Which end of the spectrum is your attention on? with your goal or vision? Is it the gap or the gain? And which one do you think will get you closer to where you want to head? You've been listening to the Sharp Left Turn podcast and I want to thank you for being brave enough to take your sharp left turn. I'd love to hear from you about what this episode has brought up. What questions do you have? What moments of realization and reflection did you have? What has you thinking or curious? Jump on over to my DMs on Instagram and let me know. I would love to have a conversation with you. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, if you are wanting all the ongoing episodes so that you feel supported and connected throughout your sharp left turn, specifically from someone who's been there and gets it, Then subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so that you don't miss any episodes. Until next week, take care.